Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Urbandale, Iowa. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Jesus Christ. Join Pastor Mike as he teaches through the Gospel of Luke. And I want us to also catch here today that the point Jesus is making is not directly just about food and clothing. Really, his, his comments about food and clothing are nothing more than easy to grasp examples of things that tend to cause people to get anxious. So really it's a broader context, even though we see him talking about that specific. So I just, I just want to encourage us not to get hung up on just food or clothes. Instead, let's focus on the point that Jesus is making. And so, to make his point, Jesus refers to the birds of the air. And he specifically, in this offering of the teaching, mentions ravens. He tells us that the ravens do absolutely nothing to ensure their immediate or their future needs will be met. They do nothing to try to meet their needs. Instead, what the ravens actually do is they put 100% of their time and energy into fulfilling the purpose for which God made them. That's what they do. They give themselves fully to what God created them to do. And what we find then, and what Jesus uh, tells us, is that God makes sure that the resources needed to sustain life and to fuel their activities is provided for them. You know, it's interesting that Jesus would choose the raven, because uh, ravens were considered to be an unclean bird. They were considered to be scavengers. And it's interesting that Jesus would pick an unclean animal, Having made the unclean scavenger an example on one side of God's provision and care, Jesus then places man on the other side, and he reminds us that we are more valuable to God than they are. And so what's the point? What is it that Jesus is wanting us to understand? Well, truth point number one today will bring that out for us. Truth point number one says that if God watches over and provides for the needs of unclean scavengers, how much more does he watch over and provide for his image bearers? Well, that's an interesting term, image bearers. For some of you, that might be the first time you've ever heard of mankind being referred to in that way. And yet the scripture teaches us that that is exactly what mankind is. We alone, man and woman, we alone are made in the image of God. And while we are fallen creatures, we remain nonetheless the focus of his love and redemption. And so it's interesting that Jesus would tell us how God carefully makes sure that these scavengers, these, these, these unclean birds are cared for by him and they are provided for by him. And then he reminds us that we are of more value than they. So if he's going to provide for them, how much more will he provide and watch over those of us who actually bear his image. Now, there, there's a second truth point that I want to take out of this part of the passage. And so, here it is. 
Truth point number two says that it is all too easy to get our needs and our wants confused. Have you ever had your needs and wants confused? Think about that. God never promised to give us our wants, but he has promised to meet our needs. Anxiety and worry is often the result of striving for our wants while undervaluing God's provision for our needs. An important truth point there. To close out this particular point, uh, I came across this poem um, that uh, was in Dr. Kent Hughes's commentary on the Gospel of Luke. I thought it was uh, appropriate, so I want to share it with you this morning. Said the robin to the sparrow, I, really sh- I-, I should really like to know why these anxious human beings rush about and worry so. Said the sparrow to the robin, friend, I think it must be they have no heavenly father such as cares for you and me. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that we do have a heavenly father that cares much more for us than he does for the sparrow or the robin. The sad fact is, though, is that oftentimes by the way we act and behave, you'd never know that we had that heavenly father who cares for us so. It's about more than food and clothing. We come to verses 25 through 28. And as we do, I ask you this question. Do you see it? Do you see it? I do. People today seem to live exhausted lives. I wonder if you might be one of them. Lives that I can't help but wonder about that exhaustion if it doesn't come from the worry track that constantly runs in the back of our mind. You know, for so many of us, we go about our daily affairs, and and nobody outside would probably know it, but inside of us, we're filled with turmoil, we're filled with anxiety, we're filled with worry, and there's this track in the back of our minds that is constantly painting a doom and gloom scenario that causes us to be all in a tither. Now listen, I can work my body hard and I can find rejuvenation in a nutritious meal and a restful night's sleep. But I want to assure you that nothing can rejuvenate me from a constant thought pattern that demands superhuman results from a mere human. Superhuman results from a mere human. You say, Pastor Mike, I don't understand. What are you saying? Well, let's just switch it over to what Jesus said. Jesus said it like this. He said, which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? You know, we get all anxious and worried, and we're thinking that somehow as we go over that again and again and again, that it might bring out something positive. But Jesus comes along and he says, listen, Can you even add an hour to your life by worrying? That's a superhuman request, a superhuman thing that we might be trying to do. And if we're trying to do something like that, we're just just wearing ourselves out. And of course, the answer is self-evident, isn't it? To do what Jesus just mentioned is absolutely impossible. No human can add any good thing to their life by worrying. Which leads Jesus then to say this in verse 26. If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, as to add an hour to your life through your worrying, he says, if you can't do that, then why are you anxious about the rest? Again, Jesus points us back to the Father's care for his general 
creation. He makes reference to the flowers that grow without human nurture or care. And Jesus reminds us that the flowers of the field do absolutely nothing whatsoever to provide for or enhance their status. Yet, by God's design, their radiance and their beauty is beyond anything that any human can afford or even make. And he points us then to Solomon. Now, Solomon is the son of David, who was king of Israel. And after David uh, left the throne, Solomon took over. And during his reign, he amassed more knowledge, wisdom, and wealth than the world has ever known. Literally, Solomon could afford the best that money could buy. He could afford the best creative work of those who spin and weave and sew clothing. And I am sure that his royal robes were a sight to behold. And yet the truth is, is that without money or labor, or planning, or effort. The flowers of the field, which Jesus reminds us, are here for a moment, and then they're burned in the fire like the leaves in the fall. God bedecks them with beauty far greater than Solomon ever dreamed of. And what is Jesus's point here? His point is to remind us, how much more will God care for you, his eternal image bearer. That brings us to truth point number three, which says worry over the necessities of life is as futile as thinking you can add one moment of time to your life, and that worry also reveals a weak faith. If we can trust God with our eternal destiny, the eternal destiny of our soul, which we can, then most surely we can trust him with our everyday needs whatever those needs may be. And so we come to verses 29 through 31. And as we come to verse 30 specifically, if we're looking at it in the English Standard Version, it can be a little bit misleading if we don't know what is actually behind those English words being translated out of the original languages. Uh, The word translated nations of the world, that's what you see in the ESV, nations of the world, The word behind that is the word ethne, which is where we get our word ethnic. And it speaks of people groups of the world. And in this case, specifically, it points to the Gentile nations. During that day and time, those Gentile nations would have been known as and thought of as pagans, unbelievers. Jesus tells his followers that to be driven by worry for the necessities of life, is to live like the pagans. It is to behave like the godless. You see, the pagans of the world, the godless of the world, they don't know anything about the loving compassion of Yahweh. Their gods, false as they may be, their gods care little for the people. And so the people know that they can't count on their gods to to help them and to provide for them. And so they have cause for worry. But Jesus reminds his followers that the Father knows exactly what his children need, and he cares for them, and he can be relied upon. Therefore, instead of wasting time and energy being anxious about life's resources, Christ's disciples should be investing their time and their energy into God's kingdom 
work. You know, we can only invest our time and energy into so many things. And if we're worried about all the things of the earth and all the things that we think that we need, we are very likely going to spend up time and energy on that and bypass the things for which the Lord actually redeemed us and made us part of his family. And that would be a shame. Truth point number four. Jesus calls his disciples to make seeing, or excuse me, to make seeking, living, and working out the agenda of God's kingdom on earth their priority. That's, that's, those of us who follow Jesus, that's what we are called to do. We are called to seek, to live, and to work out God's kingdom agenda while we live here on earth. That is to be our priority. And the promise that our Father makes is this. He assures us that he will provide what we need to fulfill that mission. Now that's not a promise from God that he'll provide everything that we want or everything that we think we need, but he will provide as we seek his kingdom, he will provide the things that we need to be able to do that. Food, clothing, other resources to be able to serve his purposes for which he saved us. And so the call of Jesus in this passage is for his his followers to rise above the pagans. Don't be like them. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Ridgemont Drive in Urbandale. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122. We gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. We would be honored for you to join us. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission.